Shout out to Bevel for always supporting the Tax Stone podcast. Um, tax season, I mean. You know what? I got to start promoting tax season more because people really call the podcast Tax Stone. Like, they'd be like, yeah, on Tax Stone. I'd be like, nigga, it's called Tax Season, you, you dumb motherfucker. But um, anyway, um, um, thank you to Bevel for always supporting Tax Season podcast. We appreciate everything. We keeping faces smoother one day at a time. I had a guy hit me today on Twitter. He said, yo, man, I'm supporting Bevel just off tax sales pitch. I don't even got a beard to shave. <laughs> I had to respect that, man. Make sure you go to GetBevel.com and get 20% off um, using promo code TAX. That's 20% off at GetBevel.com. Be safe, though. Say hello to the bad guy, tax season. We back again. I need I need you motherfuckers to know something, man. I need y'all to, re- I need y'all to really know something. Listen, women, stop coming around me with them curly hairs, them curly beautiful smelling afros with white toes and and, and then be having like the perky bosoms don't do that don't do that all right i'm focused on success right now i don't need that type of attention i don't want (laughs) y'all around me i got shit to do don't be coming around me looking that good man but y'all we here with dj self yeah what's popping from power 105 from brooklyn man from brooklyn First yeah from up. from brooklyn That's not right. power 105 from brooklyn yo let it be known power 105 this nigga ain't even claiming y'all <laughs> <laughs> nah you know i work for power 105 when um i yeah. work for uh uh love and hip-hop yeah uh, true New York, and uh also work for myself Gwen what's, and what's up with the next season of love and hip-hop uh, the next season of Love and Hip Hop, it should be airing, I want to say, the end of next month, of October. The end, beginning and, of And October. this is your second season, right? Yeah, it's my second season. In order to make it to your second season, you, you had be- to eat a pussy on the balcony or get seven women pregnant or have four nah. abortions over the summer. Nah, Which one happened? No, nah, none of them. You know what, you know what it is? Um... I'm 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 actually doing a lot of things. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So it, you know, it you have to keep somebody who's doing a lot of things. You know mm. what I mean? So I think it was just you know evident that you know we're gonna keep this kid you know, <laughs> rocking. Out. And I'm from he Brooklyn. Get busy. And yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, Yo, shout out to all the Brooklyn niggas, man. We got DJ Self a Brooklyn nigga in here right now, man. Yo, man, you know over over the weekend, Game came and shot a a, a video in Brooklyn, in y'all. East New York, in East New York, mm-hmm. in Bed Stuy, and in Baltimore, man. The game, a West Coast nigga mm-hmm. that said he knew who killed Biggie, came out here and shot a video. Holy shit, my nigga! Oh my god! Well, Casanova just thing, rolled in here. The one thing I yeah. say, right? He's a Cass- robber. He's from Brooklyn. The one thing I say, you, you know what? Like in, in 2016, fame, uh-huh. fame is more powerful than anything. You understand what I'm saying? Indeed. So a lot of people, they just want that fame. Like you know, yeah. I, I I seen a couple cats in in the video that I recognize, and I wasn't cool with them being in the video. I'll be mm. honest with you, because I feel like y'all don't even have that beef. Y'all don't got nothing to do with that beef. Yeah, and, and you, I, know what, you know what? I do understand. Uh-huh. I understand somewhat, you know, but it's like if you don't feel that way about the artist on a on a beef level, like if you don't feel like you hate them, you shouldn't be in a diss record That's what I'm saying. Video, in the video. about them. Yes, yeah. I, I, I agree. And I, you know, when I, I am going to approach two, two characters that's in the, the, the video that I know. I am yeah. going to approach them and say something, tell them how I feel, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I'm not going to say anything to any of these niggas. I'm going to talk <laughs> from Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to talk my shit from Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. 
And um, but anyway, back to DJ Self. What's this up, motherfucker man? been around for years. He's a phenomenal DJ. Saved me a lot of nights uh-huh. on Rikers Island. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the one thing I will say, and I mean, it's always been a blessing at least five times a week. Someone that just got out of jail or something always tell me, yo, the whole jail mess with you. You know, they tell me that all the time. Or um, they'll say, you know, many nights, you know, you, you've, you know, you playing music and your topics and stuff like that, like, like got me through many nights. I've never understood it because I've never been locked up. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I, I don't really understand, but the passion that people come to me and say it, you know what I'm saying? I I, I kind of feel it, but I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But people come all the time, so I know something happened to me. I know I got a couple of ex-cons, mm-hmm. you know, go run down on somebody. Nah, I, you know nigga, what I'm you, I can't lie. So I told <laughs> niggas, like, I remember one day, I, I was like, I don't know what the fuck came on, son. I think you might, I don't know what song it was, man. It might have been Alicia Keys, man. Um... <laughs> I forgot that record, man. That shit made me cry on the barbershop. I was Alicia Keys. Yo, that ass, though. <laughs> but that night, it was when I came with the revelation. I said, This nigga self is fire. Because uh-huh. you had shit rocking. So I started paying attention every day. And I was like, Damn, this nigga self is good. Mm-hmm. But when you put that white mink on. <laughs> all right, let me. Uh, all I, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, right? Now, when I first bought it, now, yeah. I, I, this is one thing, and maybe people know and p- people don't know. I didn't know that um, when you buy a, a mink or, or some type of fur mm-hmm. um, on off season, you're supposed to keep it chilled. Indeed, I didn't Indeed. know that. Yeah. So, so it looks kind of funny because I didn't keep it chilled. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? All right, it was kind of warm. Yeah, it was, it was kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? So, I, you know, I, I just yeah. threw it in the closet. You know, mm-hmm. let it still rocks. You know, but but at least. People know it's real. You understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's, not, it's nothing fake or nothing about it or whatever. So it did kind of look funny mm-hmm. because it, I didn't keep it. I, I didn't keep it chill. Man, listen, man. You know, I just like the joke, my nigga. <laughs> nah, it's it don't cool. be that serious for me. I'm cool you know? with it. You I was happy he wasn't mad because it be <laughs> niggas that be like sending goons after me and shit. Like, nah, yo, I'll he joked cool. on me. On Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? Nah, nigga? Like, <laughs> nah, I'm cool. I don't ever, you know, I done heard plenty of jokes. Even me doing TV and stuff, I heard plenty of jokes, so I don't care about none of that. So, Love and Hip Hop, what made you What made you join it? Um, I was telling someone this the other day, like, the, the type of person I am, I, I, I'm at the point of my life where you can't tell me uh, to be embarrassed about something. Mm. Um, if I did it, I did it. That's just the type of person I am. Um, also, if I did something that's wild crazy, I know... And this climate, people are gonna forget about it in a week anyway. Yeah. You know, um, I've seen uh, Brooklyn people do way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to GMG Buck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 people forget about it. So you know, um, there's been plenty of times throughout the years. People was like, you know, they they would approach me or or, or would give me the the hint mm-hmm. to do, it. and I was like, nah, I ain't doing that, man. And then I was just like, yo, you know what? Why not? You know. You know, it's it's something different for my career, and I just decided to do it. You know, so I like, you know, mm-hmm. and if something happened bad, what you gonna say? You know, mm-hmm. I don't care what they're gonna say. That's a fact. You you know, you gotta accept your whatever it is. Like uh-huh. if it's you, if you did it, you did it. Like it's that's how I feel. You know, if I did it, and I'm gonna tell you I was wrong, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you gonna you gonna love me tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So how much you do may you... have some jokes or something like that on me? It's cool. You know mm-hmm. they've been joking on me for years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's cool. I'm as right. long as you're Gwenning. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, radio. Yes. How do you feel about it? Do you love radio? Um, I don't love it as much as I did. 
I'll be honest with you. Um, How long have you been in it now? Uh, that's a good question, but not long enough. Mm. And uh, the one thing that that is is confusing to me and a little bit frustrating to me is people put me in the pot of uh, veterans. And when I say mm. veterans, um, like the, the, the flexes, the clues, the envies, um, uh, I'm trying to think of New York, like uh, uh, what you call it, the, the enoughs. I haven't been in radio even half the time these guys been on. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like my my era, I came in with uh, with the Bobby Trends, the Cast Ones, mm-hmm. the um, the DJ Wills. Like, you, but they don't put me in that that pot. Like th- that's my and class. That's a compliment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they they compare you okay. to the legends, and uh-huh. I agree. I do hear your name with those names. Yeah, you know, you know, but yeah. but they got a super duper head start on me. Like they got mm-hmm. more than double of years. So. It was like when, even at the time when, um, when Flex and when people was like, "Oh, Flex was going at you or whatever," it was a little bit confusing to me at that time because it was like, um, I didn't really know my boss like that. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like I'm, I'm gonna be dissing somebody, and my boss could be like, "Yo, get up out of here." Yeah, you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? You feel yeah, what I'm I saying? Get what you're saying? So it's yeah. like you know, a lot of times, yo, why you don't say nothing? Because at first off, you know, I, I ain't got no time to be going back and forth. I'm trying to get to this money. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two, um. People who know me, uh, a lot of times, uh, like I said to you, you know, people come to me every day and say, oh, you don't know what you did for me when I was locked up. So and, and then I'm from Brooklyn. And I, and, and, and I don't know if people take that lightly. Um, sometimes if you say the wrong thing, a Brooklyn person is going to take that to heart and, and react on it. And then sometimes somebody could really get hurt. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, they're going to point to me like, oh, Yo, why you did that or why you got that done? You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, you the one that was telling me, you know, even in this game and meek situation, if one of them get killed and everybody gonna say they was foul. Yeah, you understand? And that's what's <laughs> fucked up about it because they want to amp the whole problem up. Uh-huh. And then if somebody dies, everybody's gonna be like, hey, yeah, this is foul. wrong. Yeah. Black Lives Matters, uh-huh. go fund me. You know what I mean? Like, chill out. Like, why even amp it up? Alleviate the shit. Talk like men. Dead it. Like, shit could be. The thing is that us as us as men and us as men, and I'm, I don't want to say black men, I'm going to say men, mm-hmm. pride. We got a lot of pride. And when you're dealing with pride, and pride and battery, and that's what the social media does, because mm-hmm. people going to battery it. All day. Oh, you going to do that. You, right. you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like, yo, that's not, that's not it. My mm-hmm. nigga, like, that's, <laughs> come on, for real, serious. And when you think about it, like, a lot of these men are grown men, two, three kids. Mm-hmm. They, they feed numerous mouths and families. They they employ a couple people. What the fuck is you talking about? You going kill him because he said this about you in a record? You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. even serious? So it's like you know what I mean, motherfuckers. Well, that's how, you know what? That's that's I've learned because I've seen it uh, fold plenty of times. Just me um, growing up, where you know a lot of times um, people uh, 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 react or do things, and you ain't had nothing to do with it, or you didn't even say it, but you know the, the person did it. Because whether they wanted to impress me or they wanted me to play their record or be in bed in bed with me, you understand what I'm saying? Like it's been plenty of times. Yo, such and such is here in this club. I get at them right now. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it ain't. I ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm just getting on radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep. You know, keep yeah. the ball rolling. I'm trying to get some money, man. I ain't got no time to be fighting. Like a lot of times, um. Like people's, I, 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 it's a, a saying, and and I might be wrong with the you know saying right now, but a lot of times you can't really make 
too much money on war. Like you spend money with war. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You know, it's like when you warring, then you know, me and you could be warring, and then you know, the third person is over there getting money, exactly. and we sitting up here arguing with each other, and this other person out there, you know, getting all well, the uh, one in war, you gotta occupy it, so you don't really got no time to get no money. Yeah, so that's why it really costs it costs money to even go to war mm-hmm. because you actually wasting time, and when you wasting time, you and wasting money. And at that time, my money wasn't right neither, so yeah, I'm keeping mm-hmm. it real. You know, yeah, yeah. I just came in. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Well, I gotta get your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? understand your position. Yeah, you, you know, know sometimes you try to swing at giants, and you're not tall enough. You gotta <laughs> wait till you grow a little. I'm okay. You know, I'm cool with that. You know, mm-hmm. but I knew, I, I knew I'm, I'm eating my spinach, so I'm cool. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm good. I'm Gucci. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking DJ Self, Power 105. <laughs> uh-huh. Brooklyn. Loving hip-hop. Yes. Brooklyn. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's say that. First Are you still um, dealing with Cardi B? No. Um, me and her are good friends now. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, um, she she's doing a, um, her rap career now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have too much involvement in her rap career uh, because I started an entertainment company called Gwyneth Entertainment. Oh. And, um, you know, I want to put more focus on my artists. Right. That I have. Um, I signed two artists. One name is Major Galore. She's a singer. Mm-hmm. And um, another young kid from Queens called Luke Got Cash. All right. He's from Queens. Actually, that's uh, Pretty Lou's son from Lost Boys. All right. All right. Yeah, so I just signed them two. And um, this would be like my first crack at um, uh, having my own artist myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to make stuff happen. I've been helping uh, people out for years. Even, let, let's say, the Meeks. Uh, Jeezy's, Mano's, the Uncle Murders, the Cass, yeah. you know, Casanova. Um, I, I feel, even with Casanova, I feel like uh, I, I shined the light on him. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say I made him. I don't think I made anybody mm-hmm. in this world. Um, I think I shined a light on people mm-hmm. and to, for their talent to, to, to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's my job. I don't think I make people. Some, sometimes people say I made that person. And, you know, I wasn't there when uh, I'm using Cass as an example, I wasn't there when he wrote the song. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't produce it or anything like nah, that. Nah, you know, you, you know, know you, when you have a platform of yeah. people that listen, it is, it's bringing light. Yeah, for, so that's what I artists, feel. I bring you know a light I mean? to people. Mm-hmm. So um, this particular time, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of bringing light to people and, and then getting, uh, and, and getting nothing for it, but just a pat on the back. Yo, what up? Good looking, my nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, now, you know, I'm going to put light on uh, Major Galore and Lou Got Cash. All right. You know? That's what's up. Self the executive. That- <laughs> if you want to deal, I'll give you self address. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you could just meet his ass at 105.1. Nah, don't meet me over there, man. Just just get hot in the street. You get hot in the street, I'm going to come for you. Yo, DJ Envy said on Breakfast Club today uh-huh. that he was for stopping Frisk. He was for all, all for stop and frisk. How do you feel about the stop and frisk um, law? I see. I've been stopped and frisked plenty of times. I actually got locked up one time um, for like the stop and frisk thing, and, and I didn't even know I had a. Uh, they said I had a, a suspended license. My license was suspended twelve o'clock that time that night, wow. and I got pulled over two o'clock, two a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out of the club, and they stopped and frisked me, and da, 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 you know, and um, the police. Told me straight up, self. I don't. I know who you are. I don't want to do this to you, but my captain is making me do this to you because he wants the news to come to the uh to the police station because he wants to be popular. So, in saying that, um, it's unfair. You understand? But it's like it's hard because it's like sometimes, you know, 
some people who have a gun or have have bad things don't don't know uh, i wanted to use the right word like they use it badly and when i say badly it's like i don't want nobody to have a gun and and, and start juxing people and robbing people or civilians no and i, I you understand, understand that civilians yeah. if you in the street you know you know what street street rules is you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. so if you know keep that but when you start harming the innocent you understand i think that those people should be reprimanded people who harm the innocent mm-hmm. you know but if you're a street person and you know you're doing you're doing bad things you know what comes in the street yeah, you know what i'm saying my thing is with envy that i was trying to you know what i mean i was trying to bring to the table uh-huh. was Oh shit, motherfucking Beanie Siegel done walked in. Beanie Siegel, the realest nigga from the streets, was talking. <laughs> stay cased up, nigga, stay deep in thought. Reminiscing on that cold cell, deep in thought. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I was saying with DJ, with DJ um, Envy, Envy uh-huh. he came with wrong stats about the gun laws. You dig what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It was like the stats was wrong, my nigga. And then. Not only was the stats yeah, wrong. Tax, I'm keeping it real. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm 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 uh going back on my words. What? And when I say going back on my words, but I really do want to hear what Seagull got to say. No, we, I, we definitely Seagull. Yeah, Seagull I want Seagull. Seagull is in the building, y'all. Yeah, I, I need Seagull to come. Seagull was Seagull hit me 20 minutes ago. He said I'm on my way to New York. Yeah, da, 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 da. I, I was like, man, Seagull, man, the world is yours and everything in it. Come up to the show. I, I, you know, I. I I don't want to instigate, but I still want to know. You need to know. I need to know. Yeah. You understand? And and if if I had to be politically correct, mm-hmm. I need to know so I know what to do right and what to do wrong. How about mm-hmm. that? You know, I I can learn from somebody else's rights and wrongs. How about that? Definitely. Shit okay. is about to get real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me finish explaining. Okay. Stop go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. My I swing man. beans in, right? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like I was saying, stop and frisk is basically racial profiling because people wasn't getting stopped in no white neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You understand? So some people will say, well, yeah, of course, they were picking the high crime neighborhoods. Yeah, but of course it's a high crime neighborhood if we don't have any jobs, which y'all didn't give us, and which y'all didn't, we are not eligible to get the jobs, and um, we poor. And anywhere poor, crime will be high. You understand? That's just how it goes. It's just not going to be nobody selling crack on a corner in Bel Air. You know what I mean? He might mm. have some coke in the crib, but he just won't be on the corner with it. Got you. You know what I mean? The moral of the story is this. Stop and frisk laws didn't change it, didn't help anything because violent crime actually dropped after the stop and frisk law. The stop and frisk law is dangerous because us as black men get pulled over in vehicles and die with nothing on us. You Got understand you. what I'm uh-huh. saying? With no pepper spray, not an apple in the car. You're mm-hmm. just dead. So it's like we don't need stop and frisk now. Envy being light-skinned, being from Queens, and being rich, I do understand why he might want stop and frisk because he probably feels like he might get robbed or pulled out of his rape or something. Mm -hmm. But I say all that to say this, man. Don't drink champagne around beer sippers. Be safe, though. I I tell a lot of my friends that all the time. You know, if I go certain places, I just know how to act accordingly. Um, I think also a big part is uh, the, the choosing of police officers in certain areas. Um, I don't think that you you should have um, someone that don't don't know the area mm-hmm. and don't know the culture of the people. Um, uh, example, um, you know, now you know somebody see their pants hanging hanging uh, down or whatever, you know, and or let's say like um, a young thug, 
right? You know, automatically somebody think Young Thug is kind of like, you know, on the, uh, I, I want to be, I, I like the to be gay correct. side. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, sometimes just people like to dress certain ways. So mm-hmm. if you didn't, if you didn't know that, you would think that, you understand? And, and I'm saying this, that if you are, uh, uh, say, an Italian man in a primarily black neighborhood, you don't understand black culture. You understand what I'm saying? You don't understand that, um, you know, music is, is like is like to be loud. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And and certain songs may make you push each other. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know, that, that don't mean that you're going to fight. Exactly. It's just that when you hear Onyx Slam or <laughs> uh, uh, How About Some Hardcore. Yeah, that's a fact. Or uh, Annie Up, you know, it, it make you hype. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You automatically think, oh, they're, they're walling. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? So, you know, I just think that police officers in certain neighborhoods should know the culture or know the that land. Mm-hmm. Because I know if I go to a, an Italian neighborhood, certain things I don't know. You understand? So, you know, um, I went to Italy one time, and um, I went to buy spaghetti sauce. And I didn't know they didn't sell spaghetti sauce in Italy. Because oh. no one, everyone makes their own sauce. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a sin. They're crushing their, tab- yeah, their it's tomatoes a sin to, up. to buy, you know, a bottled tomato sauce. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I would have never known that. You know, I know it's, it It kind of like gets off the subject, but what I'm saying to you is the police officer should know the land of, of the law. So if I That's know... That's why we need to get police by our own. You can't put, you can't put white men who were... Uh, who who went through private school and lived yeah, in well, the suburbs? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because they don't understand poor neighborhoods. Yes, that's that's what I mean. Anything. They don't understand. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. They don't understand. So you got to have somebody that that understands, you know, the law of the land, and 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 that's before but, but you a put smart these, person. Before you put these police in these neighborhoods, there's certain things you got to do. The first thing I want y'all to do is get them to Cal. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then get them ready to die. You know what I mean? Let them watch Juice. You know they need a couple. They need. They need. Mm-hmm. They need. They need. They gotta. They gotta get with them. Let them see do the right thing. Mm-hmm. They need to understand black culture before they could just jump into it. They coming through with their UFC jackets on and Led Zeppelin <laughs> in their ears. No, nigga, you cannot police me. You uh, understand? And police, I gotta stop wearing them Yankees and Mets. Uh, you, yeah, they love a jersey with the orange wristband. <laughs> Niggas love a wristband. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sick of y'all. I'm so sick of y'all. It was single up, man. Yeah. Yo, let me tell Jonathan to tell Siegel, hey, come in. Hey, let me man. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell him bring Siegel in. Yeah, but listen, I also want y'all to download the DJ Self app. While yep. I got uh, anybody listening, I have an app. It's called the DJ Self app. The one thing I've learned is everything goes through your phone. Even today, we, we're here, and you're on the internet through your phone. You don't have to run through to a computer or, or different things. Everything goes through your phone. So I have an app. It's called DJ Self it's free to your Android, your iPhone. You can just download it for free. Um, it has all the latest news, all the latest songs, um, my mixes. If you can't, if you're not in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, um, it has that. It also has deleted scenes from Love and Hip Hop on there. That scenes that you never saw that's not on TV. Uh, so you can see a whole bunch of scenes um, from Love and Hip Hop also mm-hmm. on my app. Um, so it's very important that you download the DJ Self app. Uh, I won't be on here promoting any other apps or whatever. I won't say, oh, follow me on this app, da 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 because I don't know those owners of those apps. I know the owner of my app, which is me, the DJ Self app. So download that DJ Self app. Very, very important. Thank y'all for uh, for your support and download my app. Yo, who got the best pussy on Love & Hip Hop? Uh, I don't know. I've only had sex with one person. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, sex with one person. Nah, I love it. Hip-hop, man. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to you and Athletics for always supporting Tax Season Podcast. You know we keep them Ewans on crispy. All sorts of outfits to wear them with. You know I'm on my real natural colors right now. They got a couple beiges, some camos, some good greens. You know what I mean? You never know. You got to camouflage when you're in the jungle. And when you're in New York City, you definitely in the jungle. When you're in L.A., you definitely in the jungle. When you're in America, you definitely in the jungle because you just don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So make sure you go to youandathletics.com and get 15% off using code TAX15. Be safe, though. So we, we still here, DJ Self. Beanie Siegel walked yeah. in the room. Yeah. yeah. We're shaking. Beanie Siegel, straight lot, from a Philadelphia. Lot, a lot of fuckery. A lot of fuckery going on in the um in the in the in the in the media this week. Yeah, let me say this. Just to get people clear, like you ain't called me, I called you. hmm The reason that I called you is because I'm a firm believer and I grew up with certain morals and principles that I stand on as a man. Mm-hmm. And when I was taught at a young age, when you tell a lie long enough, that lie becomes the truth. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So at one point, it's like with me, with this whole situation, I ain't got no rap for nobody. I'm not talking about nothing because I know me. Mm. And I know how I move and I know how I get down. But like you said, I mean, uh, 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 a wise man told me, listen to a verse that uh, Styles P said. That's a fact. He said, plug the fan in. Let the sweat dry off. Then grab the cannon. Meaning, don't run off emotion. Sit back. Calm down. Let your adrenaline, you know what I mean, you sweating. Wipe that off. Mm-hmm. Contemplate. And then, you know, move how you going to move. Now, we're going to talk about a few things here that we need to clear up. Like I said, when you tell a lie long enough, it become the truth. But I deal with black and white. I don't deal with gray. I look at black and white. I don't call people rats if I don't see paperwork. I don't call people faggots if I don't see paperwork. On man time, we got three things we need to touch on. With this situation with me, we need to talk on street shit because that play a part of it. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about music shit that play a part of it. And we got to talk about religion that play a part of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be. I'm not going to spend too much time on a religion because at the end of the day, for the Muslims that's out there that's listening to this, we all know that this whole thing that we doing with this music thing is haram, period. Mm-hmm. Period. So we not going, I, I don't want to dwell on that long enough. Mm-hmm. May Allah forgive us all and guide us to the straight path, I mean. But that play a role in what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now we got a few issues First question or issue is why did Beanie Siegel get involved in 
Meek Mills and gang beef. Yeah. That need to be addressed. Then we got to address the issue on the fact that why did it play out the way it played out if Beanie Siegel came to meet defense? Why did meet goons sucker punch me? Mm-hmm. Like, we got to address that. We got to address the fact that did a nigga knock me out? Was it straight up mm-hmm. or, 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 or did a nigga sneak a nigga? I'm not the man is still. I'm not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anybody can fall victim of that situation. I stand on that. But what the world know is that one thing Beanie Siegel can do if he can't do nothing else, that nigga can fight. Mm-hmm. I can rumble. I grew up on that. I'm not a I'm not a nineties baby. I grew up in I, my birthday is three six seventy four. I'm 42 years old. I'm from the era where you had to fight. You had to be who you was to even go into a next nigga neighborhood. Nowadays, anybody can walk in anybody's neighborhood and it's cool. Niggas ain't getting their pockets tapped. Who you coming to see? You couldn't even come fuck with a girl from another nigga's neighborhood. What you doing around here, cuz? Who you coming to see? That's who I grew up with. I grew up with if men had problems, We'll see each other. Let each other know, listen, this is what it is. Is it's on, it's on. I, right, you go your way, I go my way. But the next time we see each other, we know what it's popping for. Because mm-hmm. that's the street part we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about a couple things. You can ask me whatever you want to ask me. Oh, you know I am. <laughs> but what I'm going to tell you from the rip. Mm-hmm. I'm not answering no questions that's going to incriminate me mm-hmm. or anybody else in no illegal shit. We ain't going to talk about that because mm-hmm. I don't do that. Anything other than that, you can ask me whatever you want to ask me about. And I'm going to back up. I'm going to put some respect. Like, I don't even want to say that because Birdman said, I feel as though I'm in a different, but. Let's put my name back in this proper place where it belongs. And for you Instagram babies that's out here listening to this, I pray that you have somebody around you that can guide you and tell you, don't let social media make up your mind for you. I don't come from this era. Y'all come from the era of whatever y'all see that slide on that down your timeline, y'all believe that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't come from that. I come from the hard knock. A dot com ain't exist when Beanie Siegel put Philadelphia on the map. Instagram didn't exist. Facebook, none of that shit. My shit came organic. Mm-hmm. When I first went on a hard knock tour, it's documented if you look at the movie backstage. I was that nigga then, 23 years old. I didn't have my South Philly squad with me. I was with a bunch of people from New York that I didn't know and two people who was managing me from North Philly at the time that I met probably a month prior to going on that tour. I was fucking niggas up around the world. Not just in South Philly, (laughs) not just on the corner of Seagull Street, 
is a nigga in every part of each state that I touch that can tell you a real nigga story, a real story about me. Mm-hmm. With my hands in some might can say shit and I hope you never do about other shit. Because mm-hmm. I go there too. And people know that because only my sloppy work was documented. Mm-hmm. My sloppy shit. When I went, you know, rumbling the uh, attempted murder trial. That was my sloppy work. And I did that by myself. I was in that situation by myself. Mm-hmm. I was allegedly supposed to try to kill a nigga. It wasn't Beanie Siegel when the crew came. If you follow that public record, they never mentioned nobody but me. Mm-hmm. So I ain't had to roll with 30 niggas. I always was like that. Mm-hmm. I never had security that rolled with me because I'm a man. I believe, I, I stand on that. Any nigga that know me, you know this. We not going fake about nothing. We going to keep it 100. But I'm only speaking this because, like I said, if you tell a lie long enough, it's going to become the truth. Mm. And if I don't say nothing, niggas going to roll with niggas' lies. So let's get to the truth let's get from to, the truth. Let's get to the get to. Because, you know, I was confused like most people when it first happened. I was like, why did Beanie Siegel get involved in uh, the Meek Mill and, and game, game Beef? How did that come about? Let's pull out the facts. It came about. And I'm not going to mention no names because I don't want to put other people involved in this. Mm-hmm. It was a show that was supposed to happen. Somebody contacted a person that was close to me and they asked me if I can get in contact with Meek to do this show in Reading, PA. Mm -hmm. They was offering Meek at that particular time a hundred thousand. If you can get him to do it for a hundred thousand, we'll put you on the bill and give you 15,000 to do the show. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm a calling. It's documented. I got the Texas where I text the nigga. Asked him what he going to do. We going to show this shit. We ain't going to go by just what I said. Let's look at the proof. We find this. I ain't going to put his number out to the world. I ain't going to do that. But we going to show this is him. This is Meek Mill's number. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to see his number, but you going to see the Texas. I'm going to read them. I'll let you read them. So to get to the gist of it, he running back and forth. Now, this is the person who the, who, the, who the connect came through is a serious dude from South Philly. He a, oh, he a real G mm-hmm. from the hood. A real G. Like So as I'm involved in this, I had to get to the bottom line of it because, like, my relationship with this person go back since I was fucking 18, 19. This a real motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who taught me shit without teaching me shit. Because mm-hmm. I come from that era. I do my history. I study and I observe shit. And I respect history. And this what the, this was lacking in today's society. People don't respect history. Mm-hmm. We not promised tomorrow. So I told them in a rap long time ago. I don't dwell, I dwell on the present and past. 
I don't look too far in the future because I ain't promised that. So I, dep- I, I dwell on the present and the past. You don't know where you're going to go if you don't know where you're coming from mm-hmm. or how to get there. So I do my history. I do my homework. So this individual, I'm not going to let me put a strain on our relationship. And I try to get to the bottom line of it. So they playing tennis, but Serena and Venus get paid to go back and forth. I don't go back and forth. So I asked the man, listen, in a text, either you going to do this or not. I'm not with the games. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to pass the buck from one manager to another manager. At oh, the so end like of the it was day, a, was it, a dis- it was a discrepancy going on about the Back and show? forth. Y'all passing a buck back and forth. All right, all right. Is he going to do it or not is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. But you passing it from this manager to that manager. How many managers you got, nigga? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I text him, listen, at the end of the day, they work for you. You don't work for them. You make the final decision. So either it's a yes or no. We accept no like we accept yes. Play Madden. Don't play with me. I don't play games. I end them. So the brother took that as a sign of disrespect or have a way he took it. So now and after calling, he not answering. He finally texts. You not respecting the way I do my business. It's certain protocol. But I don't understand what you mean by, like, you don't play games. You end them. So he finally called me. And we talk about it. Mm -hmm. I explained to him what did I mean by that. Then he made a statement to me. I ain't going to put his statement out there about him and his relationship with his woman. I ain't going to put that out. But he made a statement to me that he shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And I told him this. Listen, off that, let's get to some man shit. At the end of the day, Meek, you shouldn't have never told me that because what go on under your roof supposed to stay under there. Mm. Like, especially with you and your woman. Now, we on man time. We had this conversation the first time I came out here why I'm so hard on women. Because them broads that drag you, if you don't come in the, ga- in the door strong, you got to come in strong from the door. They'll drag you, especially a chick who don't need you. Especially a bro got a bankroll. So that's like the nigga who come home from jail that get with the bitch that's on section eight and he <laughs> eating up all her kids cereal because she get wick. He drinking up all the juicy juice. But you under her roof because you don't got at, in, at the end of the day, you living by her rules. She could tell you, nigga, get the fuck out of there. I don't need you. They drag you like that since when you start buying Listerine. Oh, you wearing shoes now? Where you going? Oh, you get a haircut every week now? Who you trying to... Pr- oh, you flossing now? This is what women do. So I tell them this and I say there's no disrespect to you, but this is some life shit that you can give down to your son. Then I thought about it. In case he didn't hold on to it, I reiterated myself and I retorted. I texted him the same thing that I said to him on the phone. No disrespect to your manhood or your parenting, but I hope you caught them jewels that I gave you. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward. You got some disdain in your heart towards me. I'm giving you only life shit, bro. Before that, I'm texting you real, man. I always told him, 
I'm never going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm not a yes man. This is the, and I truly don't want you to make the mistakes that I made in my career. Mm-hmm. Honestly, as a character in my, in, in, in my manhood and in, in my music career and my career, I feel as though I only made one flaw and I got checked by my OG about that. And that was me expressing my personal feelings and my emotions strongly about my brother, who I know I got genuine love for, and that was Jay. I made one too many diss records about him. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. I made that bed. I'm a lay in it. Yeah. I'm wearing that. My OG called me, He said, and he said, that's enough. I said, what you talking about? He said, I bet not hear another fucking record. You going too far, Mac. You said what you said in Average Cat, and you summed it up at the end, not even on the music, but when you talked about it. You, 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 you summed it up in, 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 in an honorable way in his point of view, especially when you said this not the green light to go at my brother. This ain't the green light to make the, the Jay-Z diss records. It's just me taking my brother in the yard mm-hmm. for a second. At that time, that's how I felt. I wore that La Familia seriously, that mm-hmm. thing of ours, our family. I put myself in life-threatening situations over that thing of ours. So I held, I was emotional about that shit. Yeah. Real. I'm talking about my freedom. I put it on the line. I did that multiple times. When we moved around and it wasn't armed security, I was the armed security. Facts. Mm-hmm. Ass niggas. Who was on them tours with them Uzis and the Max? No, Bleak, Bleak told just me said it was, that it was breaking many them sticks apart. With you. <laughs> me. But I didn't come with a thousand niggas from Philadelphia on them tours. It was just me. Mm-hmm. Maybe one other person. That was probably by the third tour. Me. Now, when I'm telling this dude that, he feeling some type of way. Fast forward, we get into another conversation, and then you did something that I didn't feel, and you try to duck me. You go on my block, and you post a pickup. Yeah, I'm at North Philly, nigga. I'm in South Philly. I'm on Mac block, man. I'm on top block. First of all, let's set the record straight. Top 215, he from Seagull Street, but he was a baby when Seagull Street was Seagull Street. This before rap. I was I was Beanie, I was Beanie Mac that made a name for Seagull Street. Nobody never came around it. Like it was shootouts for 20 minutes for real. Facts. He run around the country waving a flag that I stuck in the sand. I took bullets for that block, not you. I went to war with different projects for that block, not you. I had bags of motherfucking guns and held that block. Not you, nigga. Don't ever get it misconstrued. I got love for him. I hurry up and slide around there. Oh, you on my block. I text him. You still on my block? 
My mother see this tech. What's going, what's going on with you and Meek Mills? Nothing. Why you say that? Yeah, he just posted something on the gram that my nephew showed it. And she said she heard the disdain in his voice. Like he was being arrogant. Yeah, I'm on Mac block. Haul ass round there. What'd that mean? But to back it up, I say something to you and then you call yourself calling another man on me. Our conversation was our conversation and went from my lips to your ears. It wasn't for the world. I always told him that. I, he can never hear nobody repeat nothing that I said directly to him that was some real man shit. I only gave him advice. You hold his phone, you can go through it and see all my shit. I believe you, I believe No, but I'm going to show you. <laughs> Fuck what I'm saying. I'm going to show you. We're going to talk about it and then we're going to look at everything that I said and it's going to be documented. I'm going to show you. So now. So now. So now. Now. As I'm going around seeing you not there, I'm talking to your cousin. Talk 215. He's giving me the spill about this game situation. But he don't know I'm texting his cousin. I'm trying to get him to get his cousin to come back on my block. Not talk block, my block. Mm -hmm. Seagull Street. Even though I stopped being around Seagull Street 16 years ago, because the real Seagull Street niggas is dead. My man, my man Kai paralyzed. Niggas is in jail. So the Seagull Street that's around there now where Tock done look like he the OG around there, you hanging with my homie's sons. What I look like standing out here with my homie sons. I'm not doing that. Y'all 20 years old, if that. I'm 42. I'm not doing that. I'm a married man with children. I'm in a different place in my life. I ain't doing that. Y'all can have that block. That shit been dead. Ain't no money around there like it was when we was around there. We had a legendary block that was making money. I told you my brother was 16. I helped him count millions of dollars by hand. We ain't had money counters. We talking 93, 94. Facts. We was driving to middle school in box-shaped maxes in, 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 in middle school. Facts. Instagram babies, don't let social media make up your mind. Do your homework. Before y'all jump out the judgment, do your homework. Now, fast forward. Meek is not going to come around me. You got to be a man. You got to stand up for what you do at the end of the day. So me playing chess. Not checkers, because there's a lot of fuck shit that I know about the boy that I chose. That's him. That's on him. I ain't his old head. He got to crash 40 times to understand he can't drive. That's on whoever raised him. I come up under thorough motherfuckers. Thorough, Southfit, thorough motherfuckers. Not no suckers. That's why I said I got one old head, but I got several OGs. Just a few. So now he not coming around. So me playing chess, I know what I'm going to do when I see this man. 
but he's never gonna come around me. And for the people who let this dude dangle a carrot in your face and you go running like a rabbit, you're never gonna catch that carrot. It's like a great it's like it's like the greyhounds when that when that when that when that rabbit run off, that fake rabbit. That's that that's that bag that you wishing you gonna get that this dude keep promising. Every time you get in some shit, you, like where you from for real? Is you from North Philly or South Philly? I don't know. Because when you get in drama with niggas, you run to South Philly for your protection. But you was the dude from Burke Street with the nappy dress that locked. So where you from? Where where where, where the squad at? Let's keep it 100 on man time. No bullshit. So, to answer the question, Meek never called me to, to get in his beef with game. O'Malley never called me. You know what? And I'm going to say this. I, from the outside looking in, that's about the only dude I respect in them chases. Because he seemed like O'Malley. See, O'Malley from South Philly, and it, and it's not the. I'm not trying to be geographical, and because when I when I came out, I represented my city as a whole. I'm from South Philly, but when the world heard Beanie Siegel for the first time, I said, "Peep the kid from P H I L L Y, North, West, Southwest, and South Side." I said, "My section of the city lasts." I ain't come out and just say, "Yeah, South Philly." No, this Philadelphia. As a whole, that's how I represented my city. I was my brother's keeper. We going to get to this pic. Why did I post this picture up and said Philly period, this bigger than Nino Brown? Because in a minute, I'm explain who the fuck Nino Brown is. So, they never called me. Once I heard that they was in there and they was doing a diss record, the game, all right, this is how I'm going to get Meek to feel comfortable to come around me. This is how I'm going to get him. I go there. I didn't write O'Milly first verse. I didn't write all of his second verse, but the majority of it. That's facts. Mm -hmm. Niggas is playing games, lying and saying I ain't write that shit. Stand up for the other brothers that was in the room who know that. Stop being cowards and stand the fuck up. Tell the truth, niggas. Because what don't come out in the wash is going to come out in the rinse. Know that. Know that. What don't come out in the wash come out in the rinse. Facts is a person. I'm not going to throw him under, under the bus, but he from South Philly. He called me Unk. He was in a booth with me when Meek was sitting on the floor when I was giving him bars. Facts, man. Recorded it. If he choose to put it out there, he do. If he don't, I'm not going to throw him under the bus because I under, under the bus, I got a good rapport. Me and his father grew up together. Mm -hmm. And he, but he's somebody in Philadelphia because he representing Philadelphia especially South Philly, because he's from South Philly, on another scale. Mm. We ain't going to get into that. I ain't doing that. I'm going to get that man his honor, and if he choose to, he choose. But I ain't going to throw him under the bus. But he know. 
And for the people that know that he know, just ask him. It's up to him if he want to tell the truth or not, but that's facts. If I would have known that game big me up in the disc record before that one, I would have went about my move on how I was trying to get next to ball in a different light. Me and game got a rapport. Now, we had a situation, a conversation back in the day. We had a misunderstanding, and we straightened that out. So in my mind, when I did the move, I said, you know what? Knowing game, he been in the plenty rap beefs and battles. He going to spit. He going to respond. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think he was going to go <laughs> to the fact it's so hard like how he went. Mm -hmm. Farber's calling me a crackhead. Mm -hmm. When he see me, he going to whoop on me and this, that, and the third. So I said, you know what? At that point, I done already committed to something. So it is what it is. I made that bed. I'm going to lay in it. But before I go all the way, let me call me to see where he stand at with this. Are you going to go all the way? Because I'm not jumping out the jet with no parachute for nobody that's not going to ride for themselves. We had a conversation. He said, in the gist of it, because I told you I'm not saying nothing that's incriminating nobody. This just facts. He told me, fall, that, fall, fall back. I got this. The situation going to get handled at a certain time. All right, you got that. That time passed and ain't nothing happened. So now I'm falling back. I'm I'm I'm, I'm in South Philly. I just I'm, I'm it's early in the morning. I stayed down there at my mind cuz I live in Jersey. I come down visit my mom laying on a car, get a call from Meek. He calls me and said, we got the ride on this nigga game. <laughs> so I'm looking at the phone with this face on. I said, why you say that? He said, you ain't see the Breakfast Club interview? I said, no, I'm going to watch it. And when I see it, I'll hit you back. So when I see it, game say we say, whatever. But I'm not worrying about that. Because I called whack and I called game. And we had a conversation. Our conversation in a nutshell was, is it just rap between me and you? Once me told me to stand down, I said, yeah, all right. This ain't serious. Get the phone call from my people who I got up here in BK in Brooklyn. Game had a joint in lust. I get the call. What's up, OG? Stand down. Man, listen. This that stand down. Let me make let me let me make a phone call first. Mm -hmm. Phone call was put in place, and my people from Brooklyn got in contact with game people from Brooklyn, and that phone call happened. Listen, in a nutshell, are you standing on when you see me that I'm a crackhead, you're going to whoop my ass, and you're going to do all this? Is you standing on that? Game said, listen, my nigga, you stepped in some shit that you ain't had nothing to do with. 
I'm not talking about that, gang. I want to know is you standing on that. And he could have said, fuck you, nigga. I'm standing on that. You got involved with something that you ain't had no business get involved in. And now you made that bed. You got to lay in it. All right. Well, it's cracking then. But I know this bigger than this. This this about Philly. This bigger than Nino Brown. That was our conversation in a nutshell, but it ain't go like that. As an honorable man, and I got I, and I told game I got another level of respect for you because you could have said fuck me. Fuck you, nigga. You shouldn't have got involved in that. Mm-hmm. You got involved in it. You got the you made that bed lay in it, nigga. He said, man, listen, I did what you would have did. You can't call me and ask me as I'm standing. I said, I can ask. He said, you can't try to rationalize why I did what I did. I got that blueprint from you. Yeah, I went hard. I said, but game, I didn't slander your name, your honor. I just said in one phone call, I'm in L.A. in three hours. Like you took it somewhere else. You said you going to give me physical harm. He said out his mouth. And this is real asking if I'm lying, this asking we can get this clear. He said, nigga, when Beanie Siegel say he in L.A. in three hours, that mean he in L.A. in three hours and he going to blow your fucking head off. Niggas know how you move, how you get down. I'm not going to just let you discredit me and I don't say nothing. I'm game, my nigga. But I never, if you wouldn't have got on that record, I would have never spoken on you in that light. You got to respect that. I said, true. Just like that. True. He said, I only said your name in a legendary fashion, my nigga. And I can't see how them niggas manipulated you to get on a record and diss me after I bigged you up. And the record that I just this time, I said, oh, what you talking about? Said, nigga, I just did a record, 90-something bought, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear that? By the one who has my soul in his hand, I didn't hear the record. Because I would have never went that route. Because mm-hmm. me and Game got a better rapport than that. So now, we came to the understanding that between Beanie Siegel and Game is just music. So he can make all the memes, the disses he want. I know it's just music. That's what we do. We come from that era. Mm-hmm. He said, I told him, yeah, but he made an example of me and the Jada Kiss situation. He said, man, I got that blueprint from you. He said, I, I'd be lying if I said when I heard that, that Jada Kiss joint, that I didn't rewind that joint 30 times. And like, God damn, this nigga riding. I said, yeah, gang. But at that time, we talking about Jada Kiss and Styles P. <laughs> believe them niggas. When they say they going to yeah, move right. right, I believe. <laughs> like, this was some serious shit. It was either they going to blow my head off or when I see them, I'm going to blow one of their head. That's just how it was. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit was serious. Like, where's that Hot 9-7? Niggas was outside of Hot 9-7 with pistols. This shit was getting fought and it got immediated and niggas got a mutual respect for motherfuckers because we 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 did what men do. 
We talked about this situation, why this happened, and this was what it is. And that's Jada Kiss, that's my man. Kiss, that's my man. And that one time, we was rivals. Like, the niggas weren't playing no games. I knew for a fact Styles P wasn't playing. <laughs> I'm gonna keep, I keep it 100. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't playing. He ain't gonna play like it, it is what it is. I said, that's why I went that hard. He said, but Mac, see how you said you respected them and you went that hard? That's the same way people look at you. When Beanie Siegel say, nigga, I'm going to be in L.A., that's just what it is, nigga. Mm-hmm. And I'm going by your history and your track, track record of what you have done in the street and what you do. I said, I can't do nothing but, to my side, I said, damn, I can't do nothing but respect that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. some real shit. So the, at the end of it, we got to the fact that it's just between it's just music between Game and Beanie Siegel. I got in that, and I made that bed. But Meek, you knew that he, cause you knew about y'all beef. Mm-hmm. You knew about y'all beef. You knew he bigged me up in that record. Why would you let me step in that shit? But at the same time. I blame myself because I tell you, Instagram babies, don't let the media make up your mind for you. Do your homework. I should have did a little bit more homework. But I had an objective that I was trying to accomplish. You were trying to get next to me. Yes. Yes. And it wasn't even about a physical thing. Just when you're looking at a man in his eyes, shit get different. You know how you argue with your wife? She'd go crazy on you over the phone. But when you get in that house, that conversation different. Mm-hmm. Nigga go crazy on you over the phone. But when you in they face, that conversation different. That's what that was about. So now, as it's playing out, when you call me, we, I seen it, call me back. I said, listen, me. I asked you, did you want me to handle this situation? You told me fall back. When I sent you in, you you said fall back and you got it. Yeah, this rap, this ain't about nothing. Let me call this dude. And then you tell me you going to do something and it ain't happen. What you mean we? Because that's not my beef. Even though I stepped in it, I clarified my, my end of that. Is it on game or is it not? Is it music? It's music. All right, we good. But this boy do a lot of fuck shit that the world don't know about and they need to. Because you let me you let me step in that shit. Now, when he asked, when I tell him it ain't no way, Meek, you got to prove yourself, boss. You got to do that before I move. I'm already in it, so regardless, it got to go how I got to go. I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I'm riding. That's how it is. And it's just some rap shit. But I've been in them cars, man, with niggas. And we done cried and hugged each other, knowing that there's a chance we all might not make it back. Bigger than rap shit. Facts. Street shit. Mm-hmm. We ain't never been in that position, nigga. You ain't never had to hold your man down because this clip got empty and you still firing off because you got 50 shots and you got another clip. You never been in that type shit. 
You never been a part of nothing that was bigger than yourself. That's where his arrogance come in at. That's why he's so arrogant and cocky. Because if you was a street nigga and you was from the streets, street niggas know what it is to have some paper. They might catch a case and all that bread gone. And they come out and they grind it and get it again. They might lose it, but they come back and get it again. Lames get lucky. Real niggas do it again. You ever deal with a nigga, you be like, damn, he the plug? I got to deal with him. He just was in the right places and at the right time. But he a square, but he the plug. He just got, he got lucky. Lames get lucky. Real niggas do it again. Mm. I don't need Meek Mills. Because right now, facts, if I don't never make another record again, I'm a legend. My name etched in stone in this hip-hop shit. I'm a legend in hip hop. I'm the nigga that fought all the Rockefeller Wars. Me. I'm a legend. I'm a legend in the street. My name respected around the globe. I got squads in different states and different cities and hoods and areas. Facts. Call out Detroit and ask about Beanie Siegel. Call out Chicago and ask about me. The real niggas. Call out there. Call out Houston. Ask a real man who respect my character. Ask Jay Prince what his outlook is on Beanie Siegel. Not to bring him in, but he a real motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And when certain niggas call themselves going up against a person like that, do your homework, cuz. That's just advice to the real. It's a serious man. Do your homework, man. Please. Do your homework. So I asked him. So I prove, he says, prove myself. Who I gotta prove myself to? I took a breath. I said, Do you can you can you handle the truth, me? Because I'm about to give you a serious pill to swallow. Me, you gotta prove yourself to yourself. You don't have a stamp in the street at all. I don't know one person that can say they ever heard Meek Mill being in a real fight, let alone popping a pistol. Facts. My son called me one day and say, Dad, you see Meek Mill on Instagram? No, what you talking about? Facts. My son, 14 years old at the time, he said, or 15, he said, yo, man, cuz a noodle, I beat him the fuck up. He can't fight. He seen when Meek was punching on that heavy bag, looking like a kid. This facts. You can't stand in front of me, cuz. I do this. So when I telling him, these things you don't gotta stamp me you was a dirty little dude who who rode dirt bikes stolen or whoever would let you hold their bike you could barely keep your hair done but you can rap we ain't taking that from you you can rap and you jumped in front of any camera 
who you can get them bars off. You was hot in the street. That's it. You wasn't them real niggas from Burke Street. Niggas know who Burke Street is. You wasn't one of them, cuz. I don't think you ever copped a point in your life. Facts. In every record, you talk about how all you going to war with a ghost. All these people hate you. All these people want to rob you. The whole city hates you. Who in Philadelphia hates you? You bringing that on yourself. You talking that into fruition. Everybody was for you, cuz. It was at a time where niggas rooted for Mac. Well, I mean, for me. Man, Mac washed up. Now it's to the point when people is, your, your, your fuckery is becoming transparent. Now you in a place where niggas saying, man, you misrepresenting Philadelphia. This ain't like when Siegel had it. Because when Siegel had it, Siegel young boys looked good. They ain't have to turn their Jews on. I'm not talking about state property. I'm talking about my niggas from this hood, the city. I left all my cars with my youngins. Facts. All them Bentleys and everything I had. Man, them niggas drove them cars more than I did. Facts. And I will pull up in one of them Bentleys, 250 in my trunk. Ain't no telling on my hip. And I'm jumping out of crap games. Not in arrogance, but in the show people love and prosperity. I'm in a dice game with niggas spudding. I got 250. They might got five grand between the six niggas out there. And I, I don't got to get in that. But I did it. That's my was my, my way of giving back and showing love. Here and take these CDs, y'all. I might lose 20 grand to them niggas. And then buy all they weed. What y'all got out here? Buy all of it. Give me everything you got. Your whole pack. Here, cash it out. Mm-hmm. Throw it in my trunk and ride. This facts. I came around the niggas who, the Mackie Woods of the Phillies, and we going at it. Dice games on the street going at it. You ain't never did that, nigga. For real, for real. You want to be like me, but you can't. You want the respect that I got, but you can't. You got to earn it. I earned it. You argue with people in your comments to the point you worry about what the peanut gallery got to say. And not worrying about what the thoroughbreds think about you. Fuck the peanut gallery. That's everybody in a comment. Everybody got a voice on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Worry about what the thorough niggas think about you. It's to the point you, I didn't even know you can do that. You turned your comments off. You wouldn't have turned them off if you wasn't reading them and something eating at you. Because niggas telling you, you took a lot, no disrespect to Drake, but you took a loss. To 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 a, a a singer from Canada at that, and you flying off the handle. You should have left it alone. You should have took the advice I gave you when you went through it first time. When you didn't make a record and you took long, and he said he did another one. I strictly told you, don't say nothing, me. It's power in absence. It's power in silence. You could have won that beef because Drake don't got to live by the rules we live by or you claim to live by. He's not a street nigga. He's not from the streets. So he don't got to live by that code. You can't look at that man in a different light because he got 
armed security or whoever he got. He's a fucking biggest thing in music, nigga. A pop star. Yeah, I said what I said about Drake at that time, but get the whole story. And taking nothing back from it. I said what I said, and that was it. That's it. It's, it's documented. But that's after the fire, water, in me. Now, let's talk about why I said that. Because they didn't give the world whoever taped that shit the whole shit. They asked me. They said, yo, when Jadakiss dissed you on DMX record, when you dissed Jadakiss, you dissed DMX too. Jay got out. Got at you on that record, cause this a this a conversation niggas having, and it's just so happening cameras out there. This after show is just me talking to the niggas from whoever in that town. I ain't just pack up and get on the bus or in the in the sprint or the turtle tops at that time. What no sprinters and roll out, man. I'm mingling with the people. I'm in the hood. Mm-hmm. We having a genuine conversation. I'm not paying attention to the cameras, cause I don't come from that era. So they, they asked me at that time, is you going to diss Drake like you diss DMX? Jay got out at you, but it's on Drake record, Matt. What you going to do? I'm not dissing Drake. Man, I see Drake. Man, I slap this shit out of Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I ain't slapping Drake, man. Yeah, yeah. He don't live by the rules we live by. Mm-hmm. Niggas know I wouldn't. I mean, I ain't, what do you get from that? I wouldn't get no cool points from that. And you don't get no cool point. That man's a pop star. Michael Jackson, the biggest thing in music. He didn't write all his fucking music. You gonna go at him? A white foreigner wrote them records. Uh, What's his fucking name, man? The white boy. He wrote them records. The thrillers and, and his biggest hit. You gonna go at him? Puff said... I don't write rhymes. I write checks. You going to disrespect Puff? Why ain't go at Puff? Who cares if he not writing that shit? That nigga saying some shit. I don't give a fuck. It's not taking away from your money or none of that. So what's the real reason why you mad? What's the real reason why you was mad at Drake? In my point of view... You was laying in the bed one night. You rolled over and you looked at her, cuz, and you asked her, you fucked that nigga. And she ain't answered you in the way you wanted to. (laughs) That's what I think. I don't know. I don't know. But that's my POV of it. And believe that's the majority of everybody POV of it. Cause who cares, cause where that where that beef come out? What you what point you gain from coming at that man like that? None. He's not from the streets. He don't live. That's like the old lady. That's like the lady, the old lady who go to work every day, catch that bus. She's a civilian. She witnessed her son get killed, and she take the stand on a person that murdered her son. Is she a rat? No, she's a civilian. She a civilian. She don't wear that armor. So you can't call her a rat. She a working lady that pay a check and pay her taxes every day. You can't call that lady that. She don't she don't live out here by the rules we live by. Mm-hmm. Same scenario, cuz. 
Same page, different paragraph. Shout out to everybody out there continuously supporting Bevel. You know Bevel is a black-owned company, and we definitely need to support more black-owned companies, especially when they're competing with giants like Gillette, Procter & Gamble, you know what I mean? We got to support Bevel, and Bevel is shaking things up out there. They're cleaning the target racks out. Everybody's picking it up. There has not been any discrepancies that I've heard about from anybody I know that have used Bevel that had anything wrong to say about it. There's nothing but positive reviews. So make sure you go to getbevel.com and use code TAX to get 20% off of your first Bevel kit. And, you know, you can maintain a good shaved life, you know what I mean? When you walk into these restaurants and you look at the woman and you you clench down on your jaw so you can show her your jawbone, you want to show her some clear skin, some clear, vibrant skin. And you can accomplish that by using Bevel, you know what I mean? It's a shaving system designed for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. So if you're suffering from any of that, make sure you get in tune. GetBevel.com, tax 20% off at the checkout. Be safe, though. Now, I get a call from Puff to come out and do the bad boy shit. This is after all this shit spiraling. Now, when I tell Meek what I tell him, he don't like that pill that he wasn't stamped. Then he started rambling, talking about how I'm broke, I'm popped, and he could put a bag, and and I clicked, because I ain't want to hear that. You would put a bag on who? Mm -hmm. You know what? It ain't no more rack. Now the damage control coming in. Little cuz called me. All conversation went too far. Now the manager called me. I don't got no rack. So now you 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 you, you said something. You went too far, cuz. Especially with me. Talking about what, how much money you got and what you could do. Money never defined me as a man. As my character. Niggas don't fuck with Beanie Siegel because he had millions of dollars. Niggas fuck with me because I had that money and I kept it 100. I stayed the same. I had a six-bedroom mansion in Lansdale, but I sleep on the floor at my man crib. Facts. Because I ain't want to take that ride. Facts. I'm in the hood with niggas. No, I never been extorted. Niggas never tap my pockets. Niggas never just said anything to me. I never been chump suckered. None of that. I rumble, cuz. That's what I do. And I bust your ass. It's documented. Play with me. Play with me. Cross that line if you dare, nigga. You can't swallow that pill that I said you don't got no stamp and you fly off the handle. Now you going and you 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 tell you making up shit to people to help them back you from your fuckery. Don't do that and then somebody I love. Somebody I love. Love this dude, man, since he was a kid. I got a I got I got a relationship with his family, his cousins. His brothers. I ain't sell him a dream. I showed them the cream. Facts. Never did no dishonorable shit. You do that, cuz. Now I say we're going to talk about the religion part of this. 
whatever transpired, this is facts for the Muslims that's listening. And Allah forgive me if I'm quoting this wrong. Anything that comes from me that's wrong, it came from me. Anything that was right and correct, it came through me. Let, let me make that statement first. May let all give me the wisdom and understanding to articulate this correctly. In Islam, the kufar, the non-believer, is a hadith on no matter how much charity that they give, they can give, I don't, I forget what mountain exactly, but I, rem, I remember this hadith. You can give a mountain's worth of charity. It's not going to mean nothing in the sight of a law. So how do you let a non-believer come between you and your Muslim brother who prayed next to you, who believe in the same faith as you to his capacity? Our imam increases and decreases, meaning our faith for the non-Muslims who don't understand his language. Our faith increases and decreases from our disobedience and obedience. So we're going to fall short. When you show me a perfect Muslim, I, I mean a perfect Christian, I show you a perfect Muslim. We, we, we fall short. That's how we was created. But you can't be that far gone off your Islam that you let a kafir. Make you shed the blood of your brother, even though no blood was shed. It's, it's, it's this facts. What nothing straight up stood up in front of me. Let's keep it 100. The people who got the full tape show it. You front line is me and three niggas that's probably no bigger than five foot two. You got a 6'4", 300-something pound nigga who frontlining for this dude. Young boy. In his prime. Me, you, you want to talk? No, do, handle your business. We'll talk afterwards. All right, that's what we'll do. We'll talk about it. Because it wasn't after a while, you know what? We'll point something again. He's never going to listen. He's on his arrogance. He's never going to listen because he on his high. He come from nothing to having something. He ain't take his fall yet. He don't know the same people you see going up is the same people you're going to see when you come down. So he haven't been on that where you, you get accumulate wealth, you lose it, and then you got to get back on your grind and get it again. I tell niggas, man, I've been rich four times and broke forever. Facts. You ain't did nothing I ain't do, cuz. You ain't got nothing that I ain't never acquired. That shit don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, I'm still winning. I'm winning. In my eyes, I got a halal wife. I'm married with something that's lawful to me. She is stinger. She's not a pissy kufar. She is stinger. She make prayer at least five times a day. I was blessed with that. I got halal children, meaning lawful children in marriage. Not out of wedlock, no matter what religion you in. You can't commit adultery or fornication. What, what religion? She's lawful to me. I'm winning, guys.
I'm doing better now without the money than I did when I had it. In my eyes, I'm more comfortable. I'm more humbler. I'm more peaceful. I'm more happier. I walk around and hold my head high and everywhere I go, every state, every city, and get that respect. Matt, what's up, OG? You good? I might not have two wood nickels to rub together. I'm cool, cuz. Damn, you out here by, yeah, by myself. I'm good. You good? All right. That's what I get when I walk around. Damn, I, I hear it when I step off. Damn, that's a real nigga. When you step off, you hear this fucking dude. Because your boys look bad when you ain't off the scene. I don't see one chaser. That's why I said I respect O'Milly. Out of all of them. Because he ain't waiting for me to, to give him a crumb. He know, all right, fuck it. He cousin his rap shit. He know he's not a rapper, but he went out and did it anyway. Cause nowadays you don't got to be real. You don't got to be a real rapper to get on. Man, if these niggas could, as him being a real, like why I said respect, as him knowing that I can say anything. Oh, I'm doing that. I ain't waiting for Gus. Just give me that little light. Boom. He going out. He getting his own. The rest of them follow him. The peanut gallery. They can't eat if meat can't eat. This story is I'm getting. You forget. People who was in my circle was part of your circle. I noticed I got the stories. You don't wake me up, cuz. Yo, we try and get a grub. You Niggas rocking with. They can't even afford to feed they self. They got to wait for you to wake up for you to feed them. If I was y'all, you know what? I wish one of my niggas would have told me. I got to. Yeah, all right. I'm fucking you up. We rumbling and I'm out. I ain't, I, you not degrade me like that. We gonna rumble over this. Either I'm gonna fuck you up or you gonna fuck me up. But we gonna rumble over that shit. I gotta wait for you to wake up to eat. You gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm out. Why y'all put, I blame them more than I blame me. Cause y'all going for that dickhead shit. Them niggas, them Nobody but on my niggas look bad when dude ain't around. If he not around, y'all not floating around in his cars. He don't give y'all the vehicles. He got to be around. Y'all don't get the bikes. He got to be around. The fuck is that? Chess, not checkers. When I went in there and did what I did in that room, I told somebody at that time, I thought this dude... Looked at me in the light that he did. I said, when he was getting hyped, thinking that I was pro Meek Mills, I said, cuz, listen, you know I play chess. I don't play checkers. Remember, I'm telling you this. Chess, not checkers. He said, mmm. <laughs> he know what I'm talking about. So, two, about two of them I told that. said, mmm. Chess, not checkers. Now, let's fast forward to the picture. If I'm pro-meek at that time and I was all the way in it and I was riding, nah, nigga, it's about my city, man. I'm for my city, Philadelphia. I'm sick of us getting represented in a light that we do. He our spokesperson at, at, at this particular moment. And you making us look bad. Niggas around the world like, 
looking at Phil. We never been talked about in a disrespectful manner as we did when I was moving around in them streets. And I was in this music thing. Never. You can never be as lyrical as me, cuz. Ever. I don't write a hundred raps. And when I do it, I'm immaculate. I'm gifted. I ain't talented. You talented. You got to work on your talent. You don't have to work on a gift. I know I'm gift and I'm humble with my gift. I do that shit effortlessly. Facts. <laughs> name me one right if I don't never make another record again I can name one record that you can put against his whole catalog fill it in the air name me something that me wrote that you felt and you held on to it and you can move through life with it you don't gotta what's your life like you never made one yet you don't gotta ride for my niggas you don't gotta die you don't got to feel it in the air. You don't got none of that, cuz. You don't got them classics like that. To these kids that don't know no better, that walk around with their ass out, they tight-ass jeans and they pants sagging off their ass with a belt, you look, you the man of them because they don't know no better. They babies. And I pray that y'all get next to somebody who got some common sense. I came, it wasn't no Instagram. We couldn't show off our things on a, on a picture and, and look good for the moment and, and fake it. You could fake it till you make it with Instagram. I got my shit organic. Lyrics, a picture in the magazine, and going on that road displaying who I was everywhere I went. I got mine the hard way. That shit, y'all easy with it now. This shit easy. Y'all overnight fame, instant. <laughs> you ain't lying instant it definitely change <laughs> instant but the intention span is so short nowadays three years from now when she finally wake up and find out you a sucker for real and why I put that picture up let's look at it go on my Instagram page Look at the picture of me and Meek at the track board. I don't do nothing just because. Everything I do is meticulously calculated. I'm 42 years old. I don't got no time to make mistakes. Only women and children can afford to make mistakes. Not men. If I go by what they say, the life expectancy of the average black man is only what, 65? That means I got like, what, 23 years left? If I go by what they say. And I, I'm not using my health as no excuse. I just been shot the fuck up. Paris lung. I'm diabetic. I don't have a spleen. I got half a pancreas. My shit fucked up under here. But I'm, I'm cool with it. Bring it. You going to be in for a long one. Stand in front of me. Don't sucker punch me cuz. Anybody getting you. Ain't no cool points on that. Y'all don't even know what y'all did man. Y'all, the damage that y'all thought y'all did on my character, when I look back and looking at it, because I don't give a fuck what the peanut gallery got to say, the thorough nigga's like, man, y'all don't get no cool points for that. Meek, you hurt yourself by doing that. A legend? When niggas think of Philadelphia, they thought of Beanie Siegel in music. I did that. 
I opened the door for niggas like you to be able to even come out. They ain't looking Philadelphia for music. New York, y'all had it on Smash for years. If you was a rapper, you came from New York. Yep. Until NWA and them came, flat out. That's a fact. Then Beanie Siegel came. Oh, shit, who the fuck is that? It's documented on how I moved in the beginning. Go back and look at them joints. I ain't had a squad with me. Niggas disrespect me. I'm jumping over shit, pulling out knives, ice picks by myself. Jay-Z jumping on my back. You chill out. It's cameras, man. I don't give a fuck. That nigga just do some shit. You can't move like that. I was straight off the block, raw and uncut. That was me. Who was you before you got off the block? Answer that. Look in the mirror and talk to yourself, young man. Be truthful with yourself. First, look at that man in the mirror. Now, go to that picture. Philadelphia, period. This bigger than Nino Brown. Now, who is Nino Brown? The one that I was sitting right next to. Remember this check, this is chess, this ain't checkers. You you misrepresenting us, young man. You need no brown, cuz. What did Nino Brown do? He took G Money bitch. That's supposed to been your brother's keeper. I don't know where the dude stand up. I just heard him cause I don't follow the shit. But Safari, is it true? The Meat Mills record you with other broads and give it to Nikki. Is that how you got? Is that true? Let's ask the real questions. Be a man, Safari, and stand up. If it's true, it's true. If it ain't, I stand corrected. But that's what's circulating. Since y'all want to talk about rumors, <laughs> that's circulating. Oh man, I Nino pray, Brown. I pray that ain't right. <laughs> G. G money, whether he was on crack or not, if you your brother's keeper, you pull your brother up, man. Cause if you really look at the 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 the, the movie New Jack City, G money brought you the lick. He came to you. Y'all was on a basketball court. Y'all wasn't getting it like that. He said, "Look, they going crazy over this, cuz this the new shit." And the bitches, oh man, the bitches, <laughs> I, I get my, my dick sacks every night. He brought you the lick. Mm-hmm. Number one rule in hustling, always protect the connect. He brought you the lick. We men, we not perfect. Some fall. I know smoke, it, and it go flip side. He was up. I told y'all, learn your way when losing the weight. I said, learn your way when getting fat from losing the weight or losing that from using the weight. That's one of my lyrics and one of my songs. Because I seen that happen. But there's a flip side to that, too. I seen smokers on the street go to jail and run that shit. Fat. Crackhead on the street. Swollen three months. That nigga go to jail. He run the yard. (laughs) So respect people, 
give people that proper respect. Don't look at a man because he in a certain position or in the, and, and he, he broke his pivot on shit. Do your history on him. Like I told you before in that last conversation we quiet. Even if this dude is a known rat, do your history on him first. Because you might not be qualified to call that nigga a rat. Because exactly. he'll blow your fucking head off. Stay in your place, nigga. Only certain people is qualified to say certain shit and speak on certain shit. You got to be qualified. So at the end of the day, where's your qualifications? You couldn't swallow that pill because I told you you ain't got no stamp. And you ran around and you told lies and spread it lies on me. Now you got a person who I love. You lied to that man. Told that man I told you something. When did I ever talk to you, me? I could barely get you on the phone. When? You lied on my fucking brother. When we tell you some fuck shit like that. And what the fuck do I look like being around a person who did? You know what I'm talking about. Because like I said, I'm not incriminating nobody or nothing. Mm -hmm. What do I look like being around somebody who I know who caused my brother bodily harm? Damn, they killed him. And I'm hanging around that person. Who do you think I am? Who the fuck you think I am? How I look? Who you think my bro? We ain't no fucking noodles to this shit. Real niggas respect us. In the street. Fuck music. I'm respected in the street, nigga. Like you do that shit. And the man that I am. I know for a fact. Boy, want to do that, man. Sometimes you just get caught up in the momentum, man. But you don't get no props for that, though, cuz. You stole me. And your big ass put me down, too. You ain't knocked me out. Because ain't nobody helped me up. But you put me down, and I seen them flashes. But it was from the blind side. You had ample opportunity in my face. We know what's real. Nobody talking about the fight that you had prior to that with the five foot yeah, youngin. So what happened exactly at the at the show? It don't matter what what happened at the show is I went there supposed to talk to me, his representative and his spokesperson at that time. For whatever reason, he felt as though, you know what I mean, he had to stand up for that man. And his throat, big man first altercation ain't go his way. Facts. With a little nigga. I wasn't with 30 niggas. Y'all was 30 deep. I had my cousin, my wife, and her cousin, a, a female. I set them in so they could see the show properly. It was just me and three of my homies. They my young they was my young boys, but they men now, and I don't call them my youngest. They my they my they my niggas. Mm -hmm. They my brothers. Matter of fact. Three little date, no bigger than five, two, five, three. Your altercation with the five foot dude ain't go your way, cuz let's keep it 100. The punches was in bunches. But you, you had Apple opportunity to give me that straight man to man. You didn't do that. You waited for my back was turned, cuz we from the same neighborhood, same part of town. <laughs> 
We had to understand it. You know what? This ain't for here. We see each other back on the block. Cool. We got business to take care of. Come on, we out. Then my back turned. You still off on me? I ain't embarrassed about that because I ain't a man to stay. I'm hurt more than anything because I love him. Genuine love. He just was the guy. Well, like, you do that to me. You sell yourself that cheap for an invisible bag that you never going to get from a kufar and disrespect your Muslim brother like that. If that's the want to be a claim to fame, you got it, bro. You got it, man. Ain't no repercussions over that. I see you on the day. Yamakiyam. For the Muslims that understand that. And inshallah doing that day. Because I want to be forgiven for a lot of shit that I did. I stole niggas in my life. Knocked them the fuck out too. But they was worthy of that. I don't think I was worthy of that man. Not when I put our city in the light that I did. I moved around and did what I did and displayed who I was as a man from my history and homework of the brothers that came before me and how they moved around in the street. Philadelphia had the United States in a chokehold at one point. The brothers, Black Incorporated, I do my homework. We don't do that to the brothers, bro. You lost a strike for that one, cuz. Nobody, I don't, a real dude, a real person in the street, you don't get no respect for that, man. But look where I'm at with it today. And I'm far from a pussy. If it's on, it's on. I know how to move. But I'm telling you, damn, bro. Really? As your old head. Because that's what you call me. Now let's talk about this code that we break. Code? What code I broke? Y'all saying I gave whack and gave some information. Let's get whack on the phone and ask him what the fuck did I ever tell him that Meek Mill and them did. Get him on the horn. Let's get him on the line, bro. Because that's what y'all, that's what your justification is. Damn, you told this nigga whack and game something that, that Meek and them supposed to did or whatever. Man, get that man on the line. My conversation with them, I told him I don't give a fuck about your beef with me. Because I talked to him after I talked to me. And when he told me to fall back, I know how you riding. You playing. Let me see where we at it now. Is y'all standing on that? That's all our conversation was about. And about Philly niggas. Not being able to come to L.A. no more. You didn't signify that because your beef is strictly with me and them. And that was my plight. Don't say Philly niggas. Don't don't because dude don't represent us as a whole. Philadelphia, nigga, real nigga, we go where the fuck we want. Especially the Muslim, cause the Earth is our musella. I'm not confined to yeah, born and raised Philly, South Philly in particular. Not to disrespect North, West, South, West, but just South Philly in particular. It's just something about downtown, cuz. I'm keeping it 100. But 
the earth. I'm going to go where I want to go, man. Been doing it and going to continue to do it. I ain't ducking and hiding from nothing. Rug getting pulled up under niggas' feet right now, cuz. This is all facts. All facts. <clears throat> this shit and like has I said, tragic weekend. Too much nonsense for me, my nigga. <laughs> facts, bro. Too much nonsense. Like from everything from 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 the I seriously, I didn't never know this diss was gonna cause all this shit. Like No, the diss didn't cause this shit. It's one individual who can't stand up for himself and he got a little bit of money and he try to hide behind that. That ain't how this game work. No matter how much bread you got, cuz, you can't run from reality. This is just a reality check. You can't run from that. Trust me, little, little nigga. When you fall, cause you, go, you will fall, or you might be getting your respite now. You might not fall. Your paradise bite me now. But when you took, boy, you, you don't have a clue what's in store for you. You're going to get drug on your face to that fire if, you don't act, if, if your situation don't get in order. You better get your affairs in order spiritually. This for the Muslims that I see in certain comments that's, Y'all let social media make y'all mind up? That was cool? I don't got time for it because I'm a sl- I, I, I could slide through the comments and ask certain Muslims who's 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 rolling with this this bullshit and that like that's thorough. I would I seek refuge from that. Like I said, at the end of the day, got that. If that's your claim to fame, you got it, cuz. I'm somewhere else in my life. And y'all about to see something very serious real soon. Y'all did what y'all thought that was going dishonor me or discredit me. Y'all put me back in, in my in my zone, man. Y'all put me some more music cycle. <laughs> soon. Immediately. I'm sitting on right shit. Up. I'm about to let shit go. Oh, man. We can, we I'm about to let music. shit go. We need the music, man. I think. And I'm not. And, and dig this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing no diss records. I'm just letting real music go. I'm letting Beanie Siegel music go. I never lost it. I just. Real niggas don't fall off. We fall back. That's all I did was fall back because what's going now on now in music, it ain't for me, cuz. It wasn't for me. But I think at this moment right now, I think people is getting tired of the bullshit. So I think it's about time. And, and I knew that when Jada Kiss and Fab started doing them Freestyle Fridays. Oh, that sent chills to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. I ain't gonna lie, that's who got that that's who really got me like, you know what? I'm going back in here and doing my thing. I'ma keep it 100. No just Fab got me in my bag, cuz. <laughs> I'm keeping it a being like, cause me and him come from the same at the same time. 
that's one dude in rap, and, and, and I give everybody props who deserve it, but that's one person that I've seen elevate consistently. i never seen him downfall. Like, lyrically, I'm a lyricist. Mm-hmm. I listen to that shit. I hear the, I, I hear the, the disses with niggas that's on the record that don't even know they getting dissed. <laughs> yeah. I said, woo, this boy smooth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that boy that boy mean mm-hmm. I said ugh <laughs> that boy mean man shout out to Fab yeah man that's my inspiration get back at it because it's people that still gravitating to real rap and lyrics and, and I see how he moves I said you know what I, yo no lie I seen a lot of dudes compromise who they was in the music to fit in with what's going on now mm. And I just see the consistency with Fab. He never switched up. He stayed in his lane. That's just my POV. That's a fact. Fab definitely Facts. stayed in his lane. Definitely. Facts. Yeah. Same rapping, same Kiss. Same. Yeah. Styles. It's only a handful, cuz. Mm-hmm. It's dudes that just, just, just sold themselves to switch up. Like, no, don't do that. I'm disappointed at lyric. Like, even in your beat selection. Not that one, though. Don't do a record with him, though. Let him do him. I want to hear him do him. That's cool. Because change is cool, but that just ain't for me. I'm not doing that. Yeah. He could do that. He can win with that. So we won't hear Beanie Seagull on the remix of Panda. Ever. <laughs> No disrespect. Yeah, yeah, I understand. No disrespect. But when that shit come in the club and the bitches, they move into that shit because they like that. Yeah, I want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that stick talk. That stick talk. I want to hear that in the club. Mm-hmm. I want to hear some real shit when I'm in my whip, though. I want to hear some shit when I'm on that mission. That nigga said, what? Come on, we sliding around there. It's certain shit niggas put in their car when they do certain shit. <laughs> I want to hear that shit when I wake up and clean my crib, clean the crib up. Classic shit. I want to, it's certain shit. I, I just can't get it from this day and age. From these new dudes, I look at it, I say it again. Like, the rappers that's out now that's in their early 20s and shit like that, I got to go to my era, to the people who looked as, as the best that ever did it. Big and Pac, they died in their early 20s, man. Look at the, look, listen to they shit now. You think they your age right now. <laughs> I listen to big shit, and right now he my age, 40-something. Dudes, they was 19, 20, 21, 22, thinking and rapping like that. Classics. But you know, uh, at that era, like, when, when Big and them came up, and a lot of, lot of, lot of rappers, this, niggas had knowledge of self. Being a god body was was big back then. So no, 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 no. This way we gonna agree mm-hmm. to disagree. Them dudes was gifted, cause oh, they was yeah, gifted, definitely. and they just was into the street. We not going I don't want to put religion no, I, or, I'm or not none of that. that on I'm them. just saying I'm putting it on the these whole is, era. These is, this this come from the era where people read mm-hmm. books. Where people had to go to the library to get information. Everything now, idiots got their heads stuck. And they in their phones, sliding. They they 
Google is everybody's best friend right that now. Look like me. Yeah, man. That's why I took I took word correct like you off gotta my like, phone. Yeah, I'm about to take the GPS off because you. Yeah, because I do that skills. shit. You lose skills on that. Skills. I hate that correct spell. When I'm fast typing that shit and then I sending that shit, then said some fucked up yeah. shit. Like, dang, right there. That shit correcting itself. Dudes, these idiots today. I did, put a book in front of them. Test them. Give them a magazine. Read that for me. Read this paragraph. These dudes might can't even get past it. Oh, Skino came on the show. Yeah. He came on the show. He I don't want to talk. I was talking. <laughs> I, I told you, I strictly wanted to talk about what transpired and current events on and, and honor on my name. Mm -hmm. Like, people put me out there in the light like I was a, a infiltrator, a rat. Man, I've been in worse positions than that. To, to dishonor myself for the name that I built for me over some fuck shit? Never. Man, I'm talking about I've been interrogated for multiple homicides. My PSI is clear. The White Grant 3674. Look me up. I'm public record. Look it up. Go search. Find the statement that I ever made in my life. I never took the stand to defend myself. Why would I do it on somebody else? Find it. It's public record. Not the way I was moving around. I'd have been exposed. I came from that era where you had to have that. Niggas go by anything now. Whatever come through their timeline, that's what they believe. Can all this shit like be alleviated, man? With Philly, man, you know I've I've had I've had AR Ab up here, you know what I mean? Um, before Meek, I've had Meek about to come up here, and then I said something. I, I, about I made Twitter a comment. All right, we ain't talking about that, but even uh -huh. with that, with both of them, AR Ab is who he is. He who he is. Facts. Meek is who he is. Facts. I think I summed it up when I when I spoke to them. It's not going to be the top niggas. It's going to be the entourage. And not to discredit nobody, but AR is who he is. Like, you got to choose and pick your battles or have no picks at all. Mm. Wise men don't learn from their own mistakes. They learn from the mistakes of others. Facts. Before this situation, I always gave Meek real life shit and told him, bro, I don't have no ulterior motive. I don't want or need anything from you, bro. I just honestly don't want you to make the mistakes that I made. Don't wear your emotions on your sleeve, bro. That shit a backfire. Nobody cares. You got the trump card. I think I told him in one text. Yo, when you going to really boss up? Me, you could do the same thing that Ross did. Ross took the Jay-Z blueprint. He said it in one rap. Jay, I listened to you. Jay, don't we not discrediting Jay. Jay is Jay-Z. He, he's Jay. But Jay went and got formulated the team. It was just him. But when he got that wild nigga from South, that, that young boy from South Philly, Rockefeller got different. Especially when them Philly niggas came through. That shit, it was a unit. Then Kanye come. Then you got other people. 
Ross did the same thing. Ross was raw, raw, fat boy can rap. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. care what. Yeah, they say cop shit. No, we ain't talking about that. We talking about his skills. I just said that shit. On we talk about his skills. Said, Niggas be trying to discredit Ross like that nigga don't got some shit. No, I mean, one if thing is one thing. That nigga was a cop. That nigga speak the best shit I heard in my life sometimes. No, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You, 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 you got to we gonna we gotta separate shit and put shit in his light. Mm -hmm. We talking about his skills. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about his rap skills. That nigga nice, man. Mm -hmm. You can't take nothing from him. Yep. He raws, but he took off. He came and got you, meat, and then he went and got Wale, Staley. He bossed all the way up, like you said. The same thing, meat, you, me, Staley and Wale. That's Kanye. You got the wild nigga, you know what I mean? You got the street cred, mm -hmm. then you got the backpackers that's rocking with you. You off to the moon. That's the same blueprint. Look at it. I sent him this. Who the, who the chasers going to be? The entourage forever? You in a point in your career where you can boss up, go find you some artists. They don't even got to be from Philly, cuz. Follow the same blueprint and you got a trump card. Your chick the biggest thing in pop right now on the female side. You got an ace in the hole. Dog, don't make the mistakes I made. For you gonna fuck around and lose everything, cuz. And be scratching your head. This is honest, sincere advice that I give him. It's facts. It's hair. You gonna you can look at everything. We're gonna take a moment. We're gonna take a break. Go to commercials. Then we're gonna go back. We're gonna look through everything that I just said. It's in black and white. It ain't in gray. And if we can, in another joint, get whack on the phone and let's talk about me telling him some info. Nigga, get the fuck out of here with that. I don't want to talk to whack. I don't like what but he that, that's just. But, but I'm just saying, at the end of the day, this was the reasoning from why somebody disrespected me in that manner. Yeah, they said you gave whack some information. Get him on the fucking phone. Yeah, he, he put up a post just now saying he didn't Who? say whack. whack. He said he ain't, yeah. you didn't give him no, no information. information. Yeah, he, he spoke so, on it. Yeah, he, he definitely put up a post a little while ago. I ain't see that. I don't find it, so. I got you. Because I, I, I texted him. I asked him. Yo, I told you something, but I ain't going to get in like that. That's here. No, that, if that is, then my, I rest my, my case. That a bitch. Ain't that a bitch? How long ago he put that up? Uh, yeah, he put it up before you came in. I think I. I ain't that it. a fucking bitch? Oh, you? Yeah. Man, I rest my case. I ain't got nothing else to say, man. Let's go to commercial. Let's look at these facts. <laughs> Take a quick break. Be safe, though. You and Athletics.com, durable sneaker, fly always, clean. 
and they come fast when you order them. So <laughs> make sure you go to UNAthletics.com and get yourself the new Ewans. Um, they come in flavors. Um, they're, they're, they're fly. I said that shit already, didn't I? Um, what else about Ewan? Um, if you're in a, um, doing the A-Town Stomp, you can do them well in it. It has a little weight to it. You know what I mean? If you're into a calm hill toe. You know what I mean? If you um going to London and you want to um, party in Manchester, you know what I mean? You can wear your Ewans. So go to UNAthletics.com and use code TAX15 to get 15% off. And go on UNAthletics.com and look at the different pictures. It's a lot of them up. I'm going to put up some pictures of some tomorrow also so y'all can um, see it on my, my timeline on Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram. That's TAX15. Get 15% off UNAthletics.com. Be safe, though. Say hello to the bad guy tax season. We back. Beanie Siegel. He was explaining the current events that took place over the over the um this last week since this game just caused a whole bunch of whole bunch of unnecessary bullshit. fuckery, man. Whole bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Hopefully, um, all men and all parties involved can um talk and civilly, you know, handle these matters. You know what I mean? Um, cause it it is it, it, it's serious, mm-hmm. cause but it ain't that serious. It's just a real. It's just somebody that want to give a young nigga some sincere advice, mm-hmm. and he don't know how to handle it. And like I said, for the Muslims that's out there, he bleached the shaitan. He didn't get kicked out of paradise because he didn't believe in the law. He got kicked out of paradise because he was arrogant. Of his arrogance. It's fact. Shit, six time. Make prayer, he makes a lot. Probably more than some of us who got Islam on the tip of our tongues. And not in our cob, our heart. Islam not on the tip of my tongue. I'm, I do things and I, and, and I fall short. But I firmly believe that, and I and I fight my knives to the best of my abilities. You know what I mean? The the the, the, the hold on to Islam, like like so. We just gotta get it together for the brothers, mm-hmm. like off meat, like for the brothers. Like that's why I said it's serious, and it ain't that serious because young one might not get it. And I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to come and and shed light on shit like this, like. You, like, this is what your hand got forced. You, my hands was tied. Because if you tell a lie long enough, that lie become the truth. Mm-hmm. If I would have sat back and not said nothing, niggas would have rolled with that shit. And Mac ain't even saying nothing. That shit must be true. That seagull sucker, fuck out of here. And I say it again, like, anybody can get sucker punched. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not embarrassed over that shit. I'm more hurt than anything. Because the person who did it to me, I truly love him. Love in his heart, man. It's kind of like he, he even said it. Yeah, he got relationship with my cousins, my brothers. So how am I going to love your brother and not love you? Have you spoken to him since it happened? Nah. They, and I don't understand because it's people reaching out to people who love me. But everybody has my direct number. Nobody called me yet. Mm-hmm. So 
how I'm going to look at that. I don't want my hand to be forced where I got to do something to my to somebody I love. Let alone another Muslim. I don't need that on my scale. On a day, Yami Kiyan, we're going to get judged for all that. I'm not trying to get dragged on my face to the fire. I did too much in my life I got to answer for. I know this. I know me. And that's what we got to do. We got to sit down and be real with ourselves. Just look in the mirror. Check yourself. Nobody's above getting checked. Not even me. If I do some fuck shit, check me. Don't let me step out there and make a mistake. Like, I feel some type of way. Like, you knew this boy this big me up. I ain't know that. I wouldn't have did I jumped out the jet like that. I try not to make the mistakes. I say again, women and children can afford to make mistakes. Not men, because we the protectors of them. They can afford to make mistakes, not men. We can't afford to make them. We can't. That's crazy. Don't push me in a position... To, 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 to harm my brother, man. I'm not, I, I, I don't want to be in that position, cuz. But if you force me, what? I'm standing. Like I said, I really, truly got love, cuz we, I got love for his family, man. Your mom just invited me to a fucking wedding, cuz. The day before you do that to me. We chilling. Don't sell your soul like that, bro. Don't do that, man. I'm just me. I don't do, I'm not for the peanut gallery. Fuck them, whoever say Mac, this, that. I ain't bitching, I ain't on none of that. No, this a man being a real fucking man. Because if it's on, it's on. Call me, cuz. You got my number. Let me know. But I know he was for like, like. Do you feel? Do you feel it's a disconnect with gangster street principles and now the internet? Do you feel the principles are now being? Listen, I got a record, right? That's why I said I'm about to start letting all my shit go that I've been mm -hmm. sitting on. I got a record called Repost, right? In that record, I explain shit to people, life shit. Like, my music different from people. I'll give you a few bars from that. Something that people don't do on your show that you said you wanted to do. Let's get into that real quick. The disconnect. What y'all need to know. In that record, I say the bodies be dropping annual. You know, life comes with a manual. It's Quran and Hadith. But I'm going to dumb it down because I might be getting too deep over the people heads who might not understand that. Now to get back to the rap. To be a man is something a man learn. A comfortable death is something a man yearns. Respect is something a man earns. That's when he's tested under pressure and that man remain firm. Reckless homicides come with a witness. And in return, 
that comes with a sentence. And it's usually 25 to life. That's depending on who saw it and if your lawyer playing right. And if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. And you don't got to drink. I'm going to lead you to the well. I'm just rambling through some mental notes. And I'm giving y'all some jewels for this gram you can quote. Dummy quote. Disrespect comes with a price. Depending on that level, that ticket can cost life. Ain't it tricky how death can cause life? Kill somebody, go to jail for life. That death just caused you life. Ain't it tricky? Because I know I go over niggas head. I'm too deep for you fuckers. Let <laughs> me back it up for you niggas. I'm wet. I'm deepening you cuz. <laughs> Disrespect comes with a price. Depending on that level, that ticket can cost life. Ain't it tricky how death can cause life? How shit can go left even if the cause right? Like the revenge of a father slain child. The retribution of a husband's raped spouse. The execution of a predator on proud. Yes, we held accountable, but who are we to take count? It's too many devils playing God. And every living soul ain't alive. To succeed is to strive. And what supersedes failure is the effort of the try. That's what supersedes. You got to strive. The worst drug known to man now is fucking camera. Because it's the ultimate fix for you backbiters and slanderers. The new weed, dope, and coke is now replaced by hashtags, tweets, and quotes. Dummy repost. Niggas can't fuck with me, nigga. <laughs> I'm deeper than oh, you lame-ass shit, niggas. Man. Every fucking line is your rollie and your car. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm about to drop on you niggas. Y'all just woke up a sleeping giant. I'm on niggas' asses. Everybody getting checked for the fuck shit y'all do. <laughs> Holy shit. We gonna end it right there. We don't even need no more. Beanie Siegel, tax season. Shout out to DJ Self. Let's get busy. Be safe, though. And fuck tax. <laughs> this episode of Tax Season featuring Tax Stone is produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Chris Morrow, and engineered by none other than Samir Karam.